Hello, welcome to episode three of the Cleeps podcast. If you are interested in listening to the previous versions, on episode one, we had Dave Parry, who was talking about risk assessments in design technology. And episode two, we were speaking with Ralph Witcher, who is an RPA, and we were discussing radioactive sources. In episode three, we are talking with the legendary Cleeps chemistry advisor, Bob Wally, also known as Uncle Bob, <laughs> about material safety data sheets in chemistry. Okay, Bob, what is a material safety data sheet? Well, you've got the name wrong. It is a safety data sheet. They were material safety data sheet when I first joined Cleeps in 1991. But um, they were... Each company produced a data sheet for a certain chemical and the safety information might be different for the same chemical depending on which company supplied the information. Um, This could cause serious incidents in industry Um, and so the United Nations took the lead and devised the global harmonized system. This meant that each chemical was tested to a, to a, a set performer, performer, and the information would be the same throughout the world. And now every country in the world uh, adheres to this um, system, and we do ours through the European Chemical Agency, uh, ECHA, although now with Brexit, uh, we no longer belong to that, so the health and safety executive take the lead. But I think we'll be following um, um, European legislation on the whole. Okay, um, so if one were to buy a bottle of sulfuric acid in the United States, they would get the exact same MSDS as we would over here. No, SDS now. Yes. Yes, it's SDS now. It wasn't the case. It could, it might not have been the case um, 20 years ago. Okay, so we would get the same safety data sheets all across the world. Yeah. Okay, Um, so can you just talk to us then about the difference between an SDS and an MSDS? If schools have lots and lots of MSDSs for their chemicals should they be getting rid of them and seeking out an SDS? No, no. With every chemical that is supplied an SDS is supplied with it and they will they, they, the schools should update their information electronically. They do not have to have a, a great big filing cabinet with 400 SDSs in them. They can save them electronically on the computer uh, for each chemical. The the problem is for schools that the information in possibly an eight to ten page SDS is not always that relevant for the school teacher or the technician. Okay, so how would schools use an SDS? Um, can you talk to us about the difference between perhaps a Cleeps has card and an SDS? Well, that's the advantage of belonging to Cleeps. We have taken the SDS as they're all the same. And we then uh, 
take the information which is relevant to schools and put it onto the has card. This was a fairly simple operation in the 1990s, but with the REACH regulations or the, uh, the CLP regulations from ECHA, European Chemical Agency, these have got quite involved. And now the HAS cards really contain all the information uh, about the hazards of the chemical. But it's not only just the chemical itself. Sometimes schools will buy a chemical like sodium hydroxide and then dilute it down themselves. Cleeps provides information how to do this in the recipe cards, the recipe sheets. Uh, and as you dilute a chemical down, so the hazard uh, becomes less severe. So for something like um, sodium hydroxide, if we can bring the um, concentration down to below 0.4 molar, which suffices for all uh, usual reactions of dilute sodium hydroxide, um, the chemical become the, the, the solution is now an irritant and no longer corrosive. So it's much safer to use. So let me just see if I've got this right then. The <laughs> SDS is multiple pages, most of which may not be applicable to schools. And yes. what the has cards have done is taken that information and picked out the points which are relevant to schools and colleges, so perhaps lower concentrations, and made it applicable to, to the schools and colleges. Yes, that's right. I, I mean, we, we put onto the HAS card not only the hazards of the, perhaps the chemical itself and its solutions, um, but also uh, methods of disposal and, uh, and, and storage and, and, and that sort of thing, which is very important. Also, first aid, uh, intermediate remedial measures and first aid. Um, that's another story. But really, um, if, if something does go wrong, the technician can refer to the HAS card about how to deal with um, the chemical getting onto the skin or worse still, perhaps being ingested. Okay, so the HAS cards includes the immediate remedial measures, IRM information too. Well, it connects you to them. Um, it connects you. And, and any special um, problems we, we put on there as well. So um, we've established a legal standing of an of a SDS. Does it need to be looked at when a school is forming a risk assessment then? No, it, it doesn't, because we have done the shortcut of producing all that's relevant. Now, when we produce the first, uh, the, the first and second editions of the house cards, I dealt with the second edition. Um, what we did was to put uh, risk assessments on the reverse side of the house card. Uh, and these were very, very useful. Uh, in this uh, present edition, there is so much information now coming from the ECHA that we find that uh, we can't get it all on. So we've, we've had to produce uh, a, another series of documents. And they're not very well known by teachers and technicians, their whereabouts. They're called the PX documents. 
So all the information that was on the, back, the reverse side of the old house cards is now in the PX documents. If we have a, um, a substance in house card one, you would look at PX001. We have not completed all of these documents yet. And so there is a kind of um, reservoir of documents we haven't looked at, uh, complete, and completed and published yet. These are in PX000. Okay, I so hope that makes sense. Let me see if I've got this right then. PX000 is the index of all the risk assessments that used to be on the reverse of the has card. And have not been published as separate documents. Okay. So whereas um, PX PX001 would refer you to the has card one, the first has card. Okay. So eventually is it the hope that all the has cards would have an associated PX document? That that's correct, yes. All right. So um, let me let me just uh, think of an example then. Um, I remember referring to the has card for solid carbon dioxide or dry ice. Um, on the reverse of that, there would have been examples of activities. Is that right? In, in the previous editions, yes. Yeah. So now it's been separated out into its own uh, uh, risk assessments for those activities in a different document. You looked up the has card for carbon dioxide, and on the front of that is details about carbon dioxide solid. Um, interestingly, it's not classified as hazardous because um, it, 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 the, the, it's not being tested along those lines by the global uh, harmonized system. So we've had to put on some information about wearing thermal gloves and never put dry ice into a, a sealed container. Um, so uh, see that on, on the reverse side, um, it tells you about the storage of the carbon dioxide. Now, you wanted it for a particular purpose, um, and we had not done uh, a risk assessment on that, so we produced a, a more detailed risk assessment on, uh, for, for you in the, in the supplementary risk assessments. Yeah, and there is a, um, a detailed guide on, on the use of carbon dioxide, uh, which is, I know our colleague, Peter Burroughs did that. Yes, it's uh, it's, it's SRA a SRA zero three zero. SRA zero three zero. Okay. Yes, uh, SRA zero three zero is the uh, document on the use of dry ice solid carbon dioxide. And I suppose yes, it, the reason for that is, you know, it's nice to have the has cards on one card. Uh, and having all this information would mean that the has card for CO2 would be, you know, at least 20, 20 cards long. Yes, I mean, dry ice is not a, a usual chemical in schools. So we need a more detailed um, description of how it should be used and stored and disposed of. Okay, no, that, that, that makes sense. So essentially, you've got the has cards, which, which 
are spawned from uh, safety data sheets for various chemicals. And then you'll have a PX document or an additional uh, SRA, um, Supplementary Risk Assessment, to, to have all that extra information which is relevant to, to the HAS card. Yes, that's right. I mean, there will be, um, if we look at the PX uh, document for sulfuric acid, um, we have uh, we can look at that and we can see that you know these everyday sort of activities that we carry out with uh, with, with dilute sulfuric acid. All it really needs as a risk assessment is the wearing of eye protection, depending uh, on the concentration, uh, and also uh, you know uh, a little bit of uh, advice like uh, do not leave large containers on a bench or something like this. Um, it, so the PX098 gives you that very basic information. Which, will, uh, which you can, teachers can use as a risk assessment. Now, once the teacher's got the information from the PX document or the, and the HAS card or, or, or a supplementary risk assessment, if it's more involved, they then have to consider the suitability of the experiment for their students as a part of a risk assessment, um, the design of the room, uh, does it require a fume cupboard? Or does the procedure require a fume cupboard? And that sort of thing as well. So they have to add that to their risk assessment. Now, I, was, I was accidentally doing this at school when I was teaching in the 80s. Um, I had all my, um, all my experiments uh, on computer, a BBC2 in those days, wow. um, and I had a column which, uh, which had the safety information, which I would then use as well. And, and that's all that's required. That's my risk assessment. Yeah, um, I was uh, very similar. Uh, my risk assessment, I would always implement within my PowerPoint. All my lessons had a PowerPoint. Uh, and then with extra notes in my teacher planner, uh, perhaps not as... Um, not as organized as your BBC micro file, but <laughs> it works. And, and that's the whole point of risk assessments. Different yeah. people will do different things. As long as you have evidence that you have thought about the hazards and what you're going to do to mitigate against them, uh, i.e. a risk assessment, then uh, you, you, you know, you've done your job. That's right. But we didn't have uh, PowerPoint in those days. So uh, uh, right, thank goodness. Yeah. I, I would have bored people to, people to death, I think. It wasn't uh, death by PowerPoint. It would have been death by <laughs> overhead projector. <laughs> yeah, they were a pain as well. Okay, so, um, so the sulfuric acid one is a good example. So um, for folks who are listening, if you look at H, HC098, that's a hash card for sulfuric acid. And that's then right. Yeah, there, there is an associated further uh, document which uh, has some risk assessments, which is PX098. That's so right. These risk assessments are associated to a HAS card. So yeah. there'll be a HAS card for hydrochloric acid and then a risk assessment for hydrochloric acid. The, uh, for various, various um, procedures that you use with sulfuric or hydrochloric acid. 
which again, just to reiterate, used the, the information within the PX documents used to be on the reverse of the has cards. In, in the old, uh, in the previous edition, yes. In the previous edition. What does PX stand for? <laughs> oh, we couldn't think of a word. It, <laughs> it was, well, a procedure, and we just had to find another, um, another letter to go with P. Well, uh, uh, yes, X is a good one to use because nothing else would use it. Uh, currently playing Scrabble uh, online, and whenever I get an X, I'm always, you know, oh gosh. Although it's worth a lot of points, um, it doesn't go with many words. I mean, we also now develop um, practical procedures as well. So you can find things like um, um, PP002 which is the reaction of concentrated sulfuric acid with sugar. Um, I was, um, I, I, I once met a, a former pupil of mine in London after I came here, uh, just quite by accident. And he said, I, I wasn't very good at chemistry. I, I said, well, I know that. Uh, I said, he said, but I do remember the third reaction. And that was, <laughs> <laughs> that was the reaction between concentrated sulfuric acid and sugar. Uh, <laughs> but it, it does raise other issues because um, um, it's quite a, a nasty experiment because you can get sulfur dioxide coming off and that can affect the breathing of certain students because it yeah. uh, can bring on an asthmatic attack. So you have to do it in a fume cupboard. And, okay. and, and this, this practical procedures would, would deal with that situation. Yeah, so I think we'll, we'll save the PPs for a future episode, but as Bob says... Um, if you go to science.cleeps.org.uk, you you'll see a button that says practical procedures, yes. and within there you'll find uh, very detailed guides on how to do specific experiments in in not only chemistry but biology and physics as well. That's and right, yeah. um, some of these also have a video, but uh, I think we'll save that for a future episode. Uh, okay, Bob, I think we'll wrap it up there. That was very useful. So thank you for your time. Thank you. And uh, always remember to take um, a safety data sheet with a pinch of salt. <laughs> with a pinch of sodium chloride. Brilliant. That's think, right. <laughs> we'll, we'll get you, definitely, uh, we'll get you back because um, I'm sure you'd like to share some of your ideas in micro scale. So I think we'll save that for a future episode as well. Yes, that's certainly. I'd love to do that. Okay, well, uh, we will see you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, thank you. So we were speaking with Bob Worley about the use of safety data sheets in school science and how HAS cards take that information and make it more appropriate for schools and colleges. We also talked about the supplementary PX documents which each HAS card will have or eventually have. You can follow Uncle Bob on Twitter. His Twitter handle is at UncleBO80053383. And you can follow Cleeps on Twitter at Cleeps. Please do get in touch with either one to discuss or share ideas for future episodes. Bob Wally also has a uh, webpage on microchemistry, uh, microscale chemistry which is microchemuk, 
www.weebly.com. That's microchem, M-I-C-R-O-C-H-E-M, U-K, dot weebly, W-E-E-B-L-Y, dot com.